Hello, my name's James Pikeway, and this is the Nightline Podcast. If you're interested in cars, car repair, music, fitness, technology, and more, this is the podcast for you. Interested in more of what's going on at Dubai Eye? Go to DubaiEye1038.com and search out our podcasts and blogs. Want to get in touch with me? Nightline at DubaiEye1038.ae. Enjoy the show. Tech Talk time. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa. That's digitalnexa.com. My name is James Pikeaway. And for the next hour, we're talking about the technology that matters in your world. Ah, I look forward to this hour every week. In fact, we're counting down because we're on That's we're on it. the last hurrah. We've yeah, got two yeah. shows left. That's it. And then well, yeah. Nightline will be uh, uh, leaving the grid. That's it, yeah. So... I'm looking forward to our conversation this evening yeah, because yeah. we've got so much That's on this it. this thing. Yeah. And uh, right off the bat, I, I wanna I got a I got a problem with uh, the Huawei phone that I've been using for a while. Well, they took it back. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the main problem. But <laughs> it, I it, I've been using it with yeah. an app called RunKeeper. Now I've got okay. a I've got to swap over to my other phone to try it out. Yeah. But uh, RunKeeper has never had a problem tracking my runs. But oh, recently. Okay. My RunKeeper app, and yeah. I don't know if it's just on the Huawei phone with uh-huh. the upgraded software, yeah. or if it's on all of the phones that I own, okay. it crashes after about f- five minutes in. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Five minutes of running. I don't know. And it stops. Yeah, I'd love to say that I'd help you out and I'd start <laughs> running to check on the RunKeeper on mine, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> Which, so I'm, I'm checking it all out, but the, yeah. the irony is, and it's funny because we have the Swifty test now when we do car reviews, yeah. but I was running with a little Taylor Swift just playing nice. off of the phone on yeah. the speakers today for an hour. Mm. It was actually very pleasant. Yeah, okay, cool. It's <laughs> nice. I'm amazed she's got an hour of music <laughs> that you can actually listen to, <laughs> frankly speaking, but it's just up to easy, you. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> it's got a lot of very, very keen followers yeah pike like away being one of 12 year old girls <laughs> hey hey easy <laughs> 12 year old guys of pike away you, you were commenting on my purse and my purse oh handbag yep. and my purse the I other know. day yeah yeah so anyway yeah there we go you're okay. comfortable so that's what it matters <laughs> how, how are you been doing how's your week of tech been yes all good actually it's it there seemed to be a lot of tech this week uh you know some weeks there's i mean we we, we never run out of things to say but you know note wise there it yeah. felt like there was a plethora of kind of things out there over like the past a, week i i yeah. was absolutely shocked at how much mm. content there was and how much yeah. is going on and, That's it. and then you start thinking okay well what are we going to talk about and and this week for whatever reason dropping into my yeah. inbox was everything was metrics that's right yeah there's and, a lot of and again, the issue becomes with metrics and, and whether you are in a company or whether you're yeah. just a, you know, a, someone who's doing a little bit of Instagramming. Yeah. Your metrics, if you're looking at Google, if you're looking at Instagram, if you're looking at Snapchat, mm. if you're looking at Twitter, if you're looking at some of the aggregators you're using, they're all different. They, they ultimately, I mean, they do similar things, but what the different services are going to share with you yeah. tends to be formatted differently. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Always different look and feel. It's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Always helpful. <laughs> Always. It's like, yeah. It's like, really, guys? They know everyone's using multiple platforms. Yeah. And in Facebook alone, why wouldn't Facebook, yeah. with their Facebook stats and the Instagram stats, mm. stats, why wouldn't they try to make them I, similar? I don't know. We've been looking at trying to find a tool this morning for stories. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely uh, no one has that 
full collaborative platform at the moment, or if they do, get, it's incredibly expensive. I guess. And I, I, but even the folks, as I just said, who yeah. own multiple platforms, they're not looking. No, no, it's different. Yeah, the Google, <laughs> uh, Facebook Insights is different to you know, uh, Instagram Analytics. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, speaking of Google, you, you came up, you found a great story. Google Lens is now here as a standalone app. Yeah. And it works for you. Yeah, because it was on Pixel before, so it was yeah. only for Pixelites. I think that I've just come up with that. There we go. People that uh, own <laughs> pixels or pixelites. Um, so yeah, it's, if you haven't uh, on your Android device now, you can get the standalone app from the Play Store. I don't think it's available yet for uh, for, for iPhones, but okay. uh, the Google Lens is out there. So um, yeah, it, I mean, I literally saw this yesterday, so I haven't even had a chance to install it on my phone yet and have a proper play around with it. You know what? I yeah. I'm, I I was reading the notes. Yeah, I haven't even had a no. proper play around yeah, with it yeah. because I'm going. It is. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's very <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, is is I mean, it's it's basically obviously it's only been on Pixel, so none of us has kind of really had a chance to to have some fun with this. But uh, I'm looking forward to. I've already downloaded it and uh, going to have some so fun with it. So. You're one step ahead of me. Yeah, I, I like this idea that allows your smart your smartphone camera doesn't just see but also understands. Yeah, I mean you can identify plants and animals, and uh, you know that's take take. I I, I think that you know, valuable landmarks as it were. So if you kind of point it at the Burj Khalifa, it will give you information about the Burj Khalifa and a bit of spot check on the back of that. So point it at your dog and you can find out kind of hopefully what breed it is. I think that might be tough here with the amount of desert dogs and yeah. crossbreeds. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, even kind of when you're trying to do a search for a particular look and feel, yeah. Um, you know, as far as uh, how you how you you know your dress sense, as it were, yeah. uh, you can kind of customize the style from there as well. So I'm pretty excited about this. I think it's going to be cool. I'm I'm trying to imagine yep. the amount of server storage space and the amount of processing space this is taking, and then the yep. amount of data that it's starting to collect on you and me. And I'm thinking actually, yeah, I didn't uh, didn't even think about that. That uh, that. I wonder if it stores it though, or if it actually, um, you know, puts it through. Ah, that's interesting. That's what is nice. So Google Lens doesn't look like it's available in the UAE Play Store. That's really good fun. Yeah, because I just checked because I downloaded it on my other device, so okay. I thought I'd download it here, and I got my other device set up to US, so I don't ah. think you can even download it here, which is very helpful. Okay, so <laughs> so I I so here's a here's another side of it. Yeah, just just out of yeah you know, pointing things out. So I've gone into the Google Play Store. Yeah. And I'm I'm playing around now with a, a Sony Xperia. Yep. And I'm also playing around with a the P20. Uh, P20 yep. Huawei. Mm-hmm. And what's it say when I click on Google not Lens. Available. This app is not is incompatible with your devices. How about that? <laughs> there we go. And I'm going, so, what? Suppose we should just restart the show. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about how incredible this app is and then more importantly, let's talk about the fact that nobody can own it here. <laughs> so this is the thing. I'm, I'm yeah. So it does say according to... In the Play Store. It says it is in the Play Store and it also says that this has been available with the XZ2 and it's the XZ2. Compact, yeah. but not the XZ Premium apparently. Okay, it's saying user. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Uh, some initial reviews. The app doesn't seem to be working on an Galaxy S7 uh, running Oreo and another running a Motorola. So it, it seems as though, as much as we've got this incredible app, it might be some <laughs> weeks before we actually get a chance to yeah. test it. So how did I download it on my? 
I don't my know. other device thing. But now, my other see, now, I'm not, now I'm unhappy. You've, you put you put the whole show yeah, into I a know, downer. I know. That's it. We're gonna have to lift it up fast, James. <laughs> I was so excited. We're gonna be in trouble now. People but, are but, le- leaving in droves. But yeah. if you're using the Samsung yeah. products, they have the Bixby and Bixby Two. Mm. I'm I'm talking the right brand. Yeah, it's yeah, Bixby. Bixby. It's Bixby. And yep. Bixby does exactly the same thing. Fair enough. So, so you don't really go. need go Google Lens. You but, don't need it. It's a mute point. But I, I'm now my question to Sony is how come the XZ Premium doesn't get to use this? Know, yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, nice. Okay. Well, okay. there. We kicked off the show. Let's with move something. on to something yeah. that's relevant for our listeners. <laughs> 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 A new version of the flying car? Backed yeah, by Larry Page that's over it. at Google. Yeah. You know, this is the thing. We, mm. we talk forever about the folks over at Apple. We talk yeah. forever about Amazon. Mm. We don't talk so much about Larry Page. No, no, not so much actually. Yeah, I mean it's uh, the, we we don't get to talk about those guys too much. They they, but obviously he's out there and he's been um he's been funding this. I think it's called a Kitty Hawk. Yes. Uh, so they're calling it a, a, I mean, an aerial vehicle. So it's, I'm not sure what. It's kind of like uh, a boat with wings to yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how much of the car is associated to this, um, yeah. but it's basically got the drone lift. I, I tell you what. And it's, it's all electric, though. I mean, it, yeah, this, fully this, electric. Yeah. This, okay, hold on. I've looked at the. Mm, so I'm looking mm. at a, a picture of it flying, and then I didn't realize that this thing basically is. A huge is, drone. Yeah, it's a huge drone that you're yeah. you're sitting on. What's worrying is that you are <laughs> able to fly this after an hour lesson. I think that's amazing. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Only an hour? I'm so, in. So Can from, I sign up? From, for t- from two different worlds. <laughs> I'm over here worried about just these drones hitting the ground. Then you're like, where do I sign up? <laughs> I got an hour. <laughs> we got an hour. That's it. Yeah. Perhaps because I don't have an hour of time at the moment. But that's it. So they're talking about, um, they said it's, uh, they, they showed some kind of uh, business and social media influencers on Wednesday. Hold it, it gets better. Last Wednesday. Hold it, it gets better. Mm. Not only is it only an hour to learn how to fly, the flyer is ca- classified as an FAA CFR Part 103 vehicle, which means, means. an ultralight, which okay. means... There's a pilot's license is not needed to operate it, and the aircraft doesn't need to be yeah. registered. But that ultralight classification comes with a few limitations as yeah. well. Yeah, and I mean it can it, only be operated by a single occupant for recreational purposes. Well, here it's my whole life is recreation, yeah. and it can't be flown over congested areas of cities or towns. They are limited to a maximum airspeed of 63 miles an hour or 55 knots. Yeah. Man, so you're flying on that thing. Yeah, I mean I'm not sure how high you can go either. Yeah, um, it doesn't. In. It doesn't say. I mean, because if you look at the original, this looked like something out of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um, it looked like a speeder bike. Basically, the very first, uh, you know, iteration of this was a guy sitting on effectively huge uh, drone. But yeah. uh, it's definitely come leaps and bounds since then. And they've got. Uh, it's called the Flyer. So I think this was yeah pretty cool. I mean, this, absolutely. This would be pretty cool for taking down the desert, wouldn't it? Just kind of skipping over the dunes and yeah. uh, having some fun with that. So yeah, it looks it looks pretty cool. I like can't, it. Can't wait to get one of That's these it. things here. Yeah. Get my. I'm I'm not signing up for the lessons now. Yeah. I mean, probably there's <laughs> maybe a few people in this part of the world that have already signed up for it. So. Uh, Tech talk is what you're listening to. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa Digital, Nexa.com. My name's James Pikeaway, and you're dialed into Dubai I 103.8. Tech Talk is the program. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa Digital, Nexa.com. We're talking tech. It's that here simple. Um, this is pretty cool because the old Game Boy yep. is... What is the infatuation with these old Game Boys that we're looking at how we can turn our super high-tech phones 
into these super low-tech low games. <laughs> it's like, what's the That's infatuation it. with these things? Yeah, it does seem a bit weird, doesn't it? That, yeah, uh, that some odd. of these things are kind of yeah. I mean, I, I, this is a this is a very cool uh, case that basically it's on the reverse. So what happens is on the reverse of the case, it's uh, Game Boy look and feel that you can play Tetris on the back of it. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it's does it's, anyone play Tetris quirky. now though? Yeah, I think I think people play still, Tetris. It's still a great game. I mean, it's yeah. um yeah, it's still it's still a fun game. I think yeah. So uh, I don't know if there's any other games on there. I think it's pretty much Tetris. Oh no no, they, oh, is there more? Ten classics. Ah, ten classics. Okay, including Formula One Super Racing, Mario. Snake and Block, Tank, and of course Tetris. So this is pretty good. I, I mean, I mean, what's this thing cost? Seventy nine dollars, eighty dollars. Twenty five bucks at the moment. Yeah, there's a special until, so twenty five moment until the twelfth of March. There so we go. That's like Next today. That's <laughs> 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 like today. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, this is a good deal. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd go for it. I mean, it's uh, have a look at it. It's, it's quite fun. We'll put it up in the notes for you, but it's just a bit of a throwaway. <laughs> uh, hold on. There's also been uh, an Android accessory. So we're talking with an iPhone. There's also been an Android accessory that does Perfect. the same thing. So everyone, everyone's being satisfied, and uh, hopefully it works with your, your phone. So this is... Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, I mean that's uh, in in the mood for buying and in the mood for purchasing things. I want one of these new Fire TV cubes. Oh and man, if you, uh, saw is, that kind of I pop up. Did isn't yeah. isn't that incredible? Yeah, I mean this is kind of they're saying a cross between a Fire Stick and you know Alexa. So yeah. I mean you know it it it's it's obviously going straight well, for um it's obviously going straight for the Apple TV market, I guess. I mean, we're talking June 21st, this comes out. Yeah. It's a 4K Ultra H transceiver. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Alexa-powered streaming media player that can control a TV from across the room. Integrated with a compatible TV soundbar, yeah. audio video receiver, and uh, cable and satellite box, and can be used to turn on and off, change the volume, switch inputs, change channels, all by voice, and this is pretty cool. Yeah. And it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it's got all the same media as well, so you can access Netflix and Prime Video and HBO and all the Amazon channels, um, yeah. plus apps, um, so kind of you can access YouTube, Facebook, and all that kind of yeah. stuff as well. So, I mean, this is, and it's got all of the Alexa skills as well. So, I mean, this is this is all singing, all dancing, isn't it? I mean, it seems pretty small as well. It seems kind yeah. of fairly lightweight and has very similar top to the dots and the yes. and the Alexa the other Alexa devices so, so I'm, I'm yeah. wondering here it also says that it has uh, eight microphones yeah. can you imagine yeah. but it has advanced beaming technology what is that what is advanced sure. beaming technology sounds pretty cool sounds like something out of Star Wars <laughs> that alone has sold me so I, was, I, I said to my sons it's got advanced, advanced beaming, beaming technology. technology what is that dad yeah. and I go I don't know don't know and I go, need it yeah, yeah and they're going yeah it sounds really cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other side uh, $100 if you're a prime member 120 if you're not yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's not bad. Yeah, but I mean, this goes back. I mean, talk about if you want to look at somebody that's leveraging loyalty. Yeah. Amazon at the moment and their Prime users. I mean, I got I got a, a message about this. I um I can I didn't pre-order one just because I wasn't sure of the uh, the tax implementation bringing right. it here. So I right. think I'll wait till I go to the states. But still, I can pre-order it, and you know, I can get twenty bucks off yeah. by pre-ordering as a Prime member. Um, so we were talking about that value of a Prime member a few weeks ago, and the perceived yeah. or the actual value of Prime membership. There's another twenty bucks that they've just thrown on, uh, you know, as as being a Prime member. So this is they're really kind of pushing that loyalty scheme fairly hard at the moment. But. And 
So and the thing is, it's not just a loyalty scheme. And I, I think this is where airlines and other, other folks need to up their game because these guys are leveraging across things that you're using yeah, all the time. Completely. Yeah. And, and I don't know why airlines don't mm. look at the way they're doing this and say, okay, how do we get in on some of the other loyalty options yeah, yeah. so that you're not just flying our airline two, three times a year, yeah. which is the average person does. Yeah. But that we can, you know, cuddle up with Amazon and and Sue can say, okay, we're going to build our loyalty program in with them. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there's uh, hopefully some people from Emirates or Sue are listening. (laughs) Of course, they always they all listen to the program. That's it. Exactly. Uh, There, (laughs) the the other the other issue that this probably opens up, and I think that starts to to become apparent across markets. Mm. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering what you've tuned into, this is Tech Talk. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa. If you're wondering who is talking with me. Uh, hacking and yeah. getting access to people's data mm. or people's information as we get more and more of these yeah. things like you know what Amazon's doing yeah, and, yeah. and what Google is mm. doing and and others I mean is is this still an issue do you think and the reason I say that yeah. is a DNA site yeah. You know, I was doing some great stuff, DNA testing packages. It, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't they think, got hacked. I don't know if this is, I probably, I don't think this is available here yet, but there's no. a huge, there's a huge thing in the States at the moment, and it's pretty popular back home in the UK as well, where you can test your DNA for your heritage, right? right. So I think this is more of, this feels more like a US thing, basically because obviously when you, anytime you meet somebody, and North yeah. America as well, actually, yeah. I mean, you're, heritage is Hungarian Ukrainian Ukrainian, sorry so Ukrainian right so and you get that a lot so it's hey listen I'm from New York but actually my heritage is Irish and all that kind of thing yeah so this these little packs um, do a swab and you can kind of check your DNA heritage and it it maps your genome and all that kind of thing now you know this I don't want want everyone knowing about that one of these things was hacked yeah so I mean this is not just once I think it's hacked twice yeah yeah so I mean it's this uh this is pretty scary, I think. I mean, the, these, you know, it says that heritage more than 92 million, ninety-two users, million yeah, users, email addresses and uh, hash passwords have been stolen, uh, affecting anyone that signed up from October 26. So data have been sitting for months on a private server, and then uh, it went outside, and and that's it. So yeah, I mean, this is this is. I just, I think I put in a note that this kind of takes hacking to yeah. another level. Um, for yeah. me, I mean, you know, well, you're talking about the, the data yeah. also contained the DNA and an individual's family tree. Yeah, with their names and passwords. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this is big. Yeah, I mean, that's and, and that's yikes. the thing. I think as as more of these, you know, somewhat or very personal bits of information um, get stored up there in the cloud, you know, the more opportunity there is for people to get hacked. So yeah. it's uh, yeah. Not fear-mongering, just being very real on what's and, out and, there at the and, moment. And like, what do you do Like, when something like this starts I, nothing, happening? Nothing you can do. I mean, that's it. It's out there now. I mean, you pretty much you... I mean, imagine... I mean, you try, can change you, your password. You can, but yeah, but I mean, but imagine, what, imagine what those hackers have access to now. So let's say they've got your bank details. I mean, they can effectively clone you now. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of clone chains around That's it. That's it. <laughs> like they're climbing pike always running around. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. Yeah, worry. Yeah, very. So, yeah, well, so we started off the show well. We started off with uh, <laughs> something that you can't, isn't available here. Then second thing isn't so, available here. And it, I love yeah. the fact that we researched exactly. that live on totally. air yeah. to determine, yeah, that's neither of us can use that, it. That's it. And then now we're talking about how scary things are going online. That's it. We need to go back to old tech. That's what we need to go back to. Well, and, and speaking of new tech, that yep. takes us right into another avenue. 
is um, during the national public media in the U.S. Voice uh, did a they were doing their key address podcast building consumer connections and revenue for publishers and what came up when uh, um, Gina Garubo president and CEO of the national public media. Uh, organization, NPM. She was delivering a, a keynote on the future of podcasting. Yeah. And the, the reality, as they were talking about this, they were saying that, you know what? Podcasting, as much as so many folks are looking at it and saying, you know, okay, I don't know. And, and there's a, a group like us who are big advocates of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. There, there are still a whole bunch of people who aren't jumping on this right away. But more and more, we're seeing this as being the way to go. And the um, the uh, growing number of people, especially those that are using smart speakers, yeah, are jumping right in. Yeah. And they're saying voice activation is the future of podcasting. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think it goes back to that transition. So if you think of, you know, the, the uh, you know, TV, regular TV shows now, yeah. or traditional kind of channels, ABC, Fox, BBC, etc., are competing with the likes of Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, and all of these other streaming services to the point yeah. where someone like Disney, they're releasing their streaming service next year, and yeah. they'll pull all their content from all of these different things and put it on there. Now, I think the thing is on radio, to a certain extent, you've got radio stations in your car, or right. you've got, you know, at home but you don't get to pick and choose what you listen to or who you listen to, yeah. right? So I think what podcasting does for the radio is it just allows you to, hey, listen, I want to I want to listen to a music show. Yeah. I want to listen to a tech show. I want to listen to whatever. And, and, yeah. and the fact is now that people are more used to having what they want. You know, not our age. Obviously, we, we grew up and, you know, you had three channels or two channels on TV and yeah. you watched what was there. <laughs> but, I mean, if you go to your son and say, Hey, listen, from tomorrow, you can only listen to this, this, and this because it's played at those times. And no, hold on a minute. You know, you know, my, then, yeah. you know my kids say when, in the summer yeah. when we go, go back to my in-laws yeah. and, and we'd be watching terrestrial television, yeah, yeah. they'd look at me and they'd go, how did you survive this? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. is, what do you mean yeah. you can't watch the yeah. next one? No, no, it comes and, and, next and, week. And, that's the thing. and what I mean, about the ads? Yeah, These I mean, ads are killing me. Exactly. But I mean, why are people <laughs> using Spotify? Why are people yeah. jumping onto Apple Music and these other streaming services? Just a, just a similar kind of thing. People are jumping across to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Podcast here, I mean, I think he's... Is growing just because yeah. of the the journeys that we do. Well, they're growing so with the journeys, journey. and it's growing as our data packages yeah, become exactly. cheaper yeah. and with with more gigabytes. So totally, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm now using three gigabytes. Yeah, and I was the guy who'd use none. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I had a, I had one, and mm-hmm. then I had two. Now I'm up to three. Yeah, yeah. And that works really well for me. And, and I look to see what am I what am I consuming most yeah. of my gigabytes on now? Yeah, streaming. Well, I, I don't. I, streaming. I'm on some of these groups. Uh, you know, dads into buy group yeah. and all those kinds of things and. And uh, the, a lot of people ask, hey, listen, guys, what, what are some of the podcasts you listen to at the yeah. moment? You know, I've got a, a good friend of mine, who, who Dave, who lives in, you know, Dubai or Edge of Dubai and works in Abu Dhabi. And every day he's listening to podcasts. That's it. There we go. that hour journey, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. We've got a whole bunch more to talk about if you're wondering what you're listening to. It is Tech Talk. Andrew is here from Nexa. My name's James Pikeway. This is Dubai I 103.8. Tech Talks, what you're listening to. Andrew's here. My name is James <laughs> Pikeaway. Nexa Digital, Nexa.com is where you can find Andrew. And we're talking Hello. technology. Uh, I want to go back to our conversation about podcasts. Okay. Just for a second. Because the NPR folks yep. are talking about this. And, and this was 
again, I'm referring to an article. We posted up the link. Yeah. And it's during a keynote address that was made by National Public Media and in the U.S. talking about podcasting, building consumer connections and revenue for publishers. And the person who was making this uh, address was Gina Garabo, who is the president and CEO of National Public Media, which are the people behind National Public Radio. Fair enough. And it's interesting because what they were saying about their statistics, and one of the things that uh, if if you listen to actually listen to the podcast to Nightline, Nightline, Dubaii1038.com forward slash Nightline, go and listen to the podcast. And what you will get is slightly modified content from what you're listening to now. Essentially, yeah. I, I cut out the ads yep. and, mm-hmm. and just pull it together a little bit. Yeah. But I also start you cut out, out all of my bits, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's just or you. Any, yeah. anything that makes me sound <laughs> only, you know, a, maybe a little bit like I have no idea what I'm talking about. I cut that out. But the stuff that makes you sound like you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. I put that higher. It's like a highlight reel. Yeah, slow it down, and I'll I'll just put it in two or three times throughout the entire show. It's a pure highlight reel. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I jumped in. You'll cut this bit out. See, the funny thing is I won't even hear this on the podcast. I'll leave it. Maybe. (laughs) But if you listen to the podcast, I always start it off pretty much the same way. I've got a a little intro that I do. And that is becoming, in in the podcast world, Mm. that's becoming the sweet spot of all podcasts. And there was a point where people, and when I say it's a sweet sweet spot, is Mm. because that's a great place to put advertising. So one of my favorite favorite podcasts is Q on CBC. Yeah. And I'll, I'll listen to, to that show mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. Tom Power is the host. Uh, you know, and I listen to this guy and I'm going, man, yeah. if I could only be like Tom Power. Yeah, the yeah. other day I heard he's like 31. Yeah, I'm going, really? Yeah. I'm going, really? That guy's amazing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good broadcast. Well, he's talk, but he's talking about stuff. And I couldn't understand why he couldn't relate to a few things. And that's the <laughs> thing. He's, he's talking to some of these older guys. Yeah. And he's going, yeah, I can't even relate. Yeah. I, mean, I never even watched that show. And I'm going, what do you mean you never watched that show? <laughs> it's not even an old show. <laughs> anyway, nothing against Tom. I love Tom Power. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Although, there's one other thing. Okay. This is amazing. This is old school. Yeah. So Tom Power on CBC. I wonder if I wonder if he's listening to my podcast. Let's just give him a shout. Yeah, and make sure you yeah, well, message him I'm in Twitter. Gonna, I'm going to do that. Yeah. But this is the craziest thing. So he has the, this person on his show, mm-hmm. and all the time that I've been listening to him, I'm thinking he's calling her Auntie. Okay. Yep. And it turns out it's Ann T. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. Yep. Yep. Not anti. Ant-T. It's anti. Okay. And I'm going, and I and I thought I I realized yeah. a few weeks ago that it was anti because I saw it on yeah, one of on the, the listings. Yeah. But the way he said it, I thought I, I thought well, how's this anti? Like where's this anti coming from? Turns out it's not just me. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing because everyone's <laughs> typing in. Who is this anti? <laughs> anyway, uh, the point is the first part of these podcasts. Yeah, gold. Is, turning, is gold because. Yeah. Everyone's thinking, well, people don't listen to it. People turn yeah. off. They don't want to hear the ads. Yeah. Turns out people do listen to the first part. Yeah. And, and the guys. I, th- I think some of the ads, most of the podcasts I listen to, yeah. genuinely, the ads are actually relevant to me. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm listening to a lot of US podcasts at okay. the moment. And, you know, m- most of the things that are being advertised are online based. Okay. Some of it's clothing. Uh, some of it's, you know, beard and shave related. Right. Some of the, so I mean, for me at the moment, I'm actually okay because there's a bit of an intro. Then it says, Hey, listen. And, and I like, actually, honestly, I like the fact that it's upfront. Well, this is so, it. so you know, saying, it's, it's honest, right? Hey, listen, you know, this is content I'm producing yeah. and these guys are helping me out. 
what they're saying yeah. is that few of NPR's podcasts, and we're talking these yeah. are hour-long podcasts, yeah, yeah. few, if any, are skipping the ad stuff. Yeah, yeah. 85% of listeners would prefer to listen to sponsored yeah. content rather than pay for a commercial-free version. That's it, yeah, like a, a subscription base or something. I mean, I think the thing is, they were talking about the numbers of Spotify even, the people yeah. that did a free version, obviously, because the free version is ad-supported. Yeah. But I think that every single... I mean, I, I listen to Adam Carolla a lot, and he was kind of, you know, the, the father of podcasting, as it were, or monetizing it. Yeah. And and he, you know, he's, he's very honest about the fact that, listen, you know, the way that we get to do this and sit here and improve our equipment and get guests and all these kinds of yeah. things is because, you know, we get revenue from our sponsors. That's it. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we have to kind of live. And I think there's there's a nice honesty associated to that, yeah. um, you know, from, from that side. And it's not overkill, and it's not, you know, you don't sit there. And, inter- exactly, yeah. It's an integrated experience yeah exactly yeah fully so i think it's kind of cool so podcasting will continue to grow and uh you know hey keep going with that that's right fitbit yep we were talking about uh, apple uh apple watches last week week, they are still the leader of the pack yeah fitbit uh ships one million new smartphones in under under two months smartphones so, sorry or smart, smart devices smart watches okay smart right. watches sorry not smart that's fine you won't hear this on a podcast you'll cut it out <laughs> <laughs> the no they but they've shipped over one million fitbit versa devices since it's uh this is the one on your no, arm now that, no that's a new one there's another oh, one, okay and there's a newer one that and, right okay. and the difference between the ionic yeah and the Versa is the Ionic has GPS aerials in it so that you can do independent of a phone. Right, Whereas okay. the new one doesn't have that. Okay. Right. Which, is, you know, someone might say, well, do I need it? And, you know, are yeah. you running with your smart device? Yeah. If you are, then you don't need it. No. You yeah. don't need the GPS because yeah. it's already in your app. So, yeah. anyway, the, the point being that they, they're sh- they've, they've shipped two to two million pieces in the last couple of months, like they, that's hefty. The number of people buying these things. Yeah, and it's U.S. market again, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. Sometimes we we kind of believe this market to be, you know, the center point, but you know, really in the, in the numbers game, this this is, you know, the U.S. Yeah. is where it really is. Well, in the first quarter of this year, 21 million smart devices shipped. Ouch. In the yeah. U.S. I mean. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I think I said, numbers. I mean, when you're over there and you're walking around, most people have got, got a smart one. device on of some sort. And you just start seeing everyone. You know, the yeah. fossil ones, you got yeah, the, yeah, the exactly. tag you've got tag ones. now, yeah. Like it'd be nice to have that one. It'd be nice yeah. to have the tag one. It'd be nice to have a tag one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mon Blanc have one too, I think. Do they? I think so. Okay, yeah. Nice to have one of those as well. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it, hoping the wife's listening? Is that That's it, it yeah. Or Rivoli. Just <laughs> Rivoli. shout out to them. <laughs> you, th- you know, I was actually having a conversation with my wife, yeah. and I was saying, Swatch. Yes. I don't think they have a smart device. Uh, I'm not sure. They have digital ones. They yeah. have, you know, all the Swatch products. Yeah. I've n- I have not seen Swatch, you know, talking about, you know, an iOS or an, an Android no, smart device. No, I mean, it's uh, Swatch Touch Zero. Yeah. This might be it. Uh, it's making their own operating system. Oh, okay. But that was back in uh, February. Right. So, yeah, they're out there and they're making their own but they haven't Touch done Zero One. So. Uh, oh, they've got a Touch Zero One, so I think that's... Oh. Yeah, it's... <laughs> All right, I spoke too soon. <laughs> no, it's got a Touch Zero One. It's your perfect beach volleyball companion. Smart, fun, and sporty. No, it seems a bit of a base level. Beach volleyball? Uh, Are you you play much beach volleyball? I am, yeah. Did you not see me at the weekend? <laughs> They, I, they, just, I, uh, I don't I'm want, so, so, so ex- want to throw any sand at Swatch, <laughs> but I think they've missed the audience here. I'm, uh, they're making a beach yeah, volleyball watch. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm so excited about Top Gun 2 coming out. 
that uh, I was down there on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, For those man. of you that haven't seen Top Gun, you, that's just you should go and watch yeah, it yeah. now. I, I want to <laughs> throw another one out there, and this yep. is the the perils of social media. Yes, Imtishan. Yep. Who you'll know from Motoring Middle East. That's it. Yep. He does the the car talk show earlier in the week. Yep. Has seen no lethal weapons. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. It's just wrong. That's what I said. I said, yeah. how is that possible? He lived in the States. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. He, he needs to binge watch those. He, he yeah. apparently had them, but he's never watched them. Wow. I'm really? saying, how is it possible that you've never watched Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, 4, 5? I don't know how many yeah, there are. No. Five? I think five, 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 right? I don't know. But yeah. even the first one, how could you have not no, seen? No, I mean, it's, it's classic. It's uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's criminal, actually. That's that what I said. That, uh, I said, you know, you're going yeah, to take, away, gonna take away his RAM for that. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and the DeLorean. Yeah, Both of it. them get taken away. I was going to say, he owns a DeLorean, yeah. right? And he hasn't watched and Lethal Weapon. And he hasn't Weapon. watched Lethal Weapon. No. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that car. I'm sure he watched Back to the Future, but not. Perhaps he hasn't even watched Back to the Future. He just oh, likes the car. Uh, you see, that's what I was also questioning <laughs> that as well. <laughs> that became the big question. Maybe, just maybe, yeah. there's more going you on. You stumbled here. across this. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we're really keeping on track on this show. Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, the podcast yeah. is going to be like four zoom, minutes long. Zoom back in. <laughs> zoom back in. What uh, about this uh, scuba diving for Microsoft, this thing that I pulled up? I'm not sure if you saw this. <laughs> I, mean, I it didn't wasn't, see this uh, at all. What okay, is this? Okay, so this is, um, this is uh, they've, they've sunk one of their data centers huh? off the coast of Scotland. Yeah. So this is they essentially... A, uh, it's 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 a it's kind of a drum, okay, um, and it's a data center. Yeah. So uh, it's off the coast of uh, oh no, let's go for Orkney, sorry. Um, so there's enough computers in it to and, and data power to store five million films, and it's a sealed waterproof metallic right. tube. Yeah. And they've dropped it. Now you say, well, why would they do That's that? That's what I'm asking. It's heat. <laughs> oh, because the it's freezing, so it's going to cool the heat. Yeah. So basically, most of the power associated to these data centers yeah. is actually the cooling system. Ah. So they've managed to reduce the cooling okay. um, by a huge amount and, and thus the kind of wasted energy. Now, here's so, my only concern. Yeah. We, we hear a lot about Leak. submarine espionage. Is this yeah. going to be a situation where, you know, some rogue nation in a submarine just sort of parks up next to it and, yeah. you know, is, is downloading as much of Windows 10 as they can? Well, for... I, I tell you what was interesting. So the capsule itself is being powered by renewable energy as well. Yeah. So it's being powered by wind power and it says it will run underwater without maintenance for five years. Wow. So without en- – now – Anyone that owns a Microsoft machine <laughs> is probably thinking, well, hold on a minute, why can't you do that to my desktop? Yeah, yeah my question yeah, exactly. is, my, my machine guns keep on wanting to upgrade. I'm using an Asus That's here. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't need an upgrade for five years. So How does that I just, work? I just thought this was interesting from a, a, a kind of, I mean, obviously they're looking, they're saying it uses only 20% of energy that it would yeah. if it was on land. And, and the reason I, I like the idea of this is just because Essentially, I mean, this is this is only going to be a future requirement. Right. Thinking about the data centers now, when we're talking about oh, mining man. Bitcoin and yeah. the energy that's associated to that, so they've now come up with this idea of obviously renewable energy to power it, and then also a reduction in the heat. So yeah. I think it was pretty cool. As far as James Bond going down there with his, um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, organ grinder or whatever, yeah. or just trying to cut into it, I think that's uh, yeah. So. Andrew Thomas, cool. Andrew Thomas is here from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. My name's James Pikeway, and this is Tech Talk on Dubai I 103.8. Tech Talk is the program. Andrew is here from Nexa. 
My name's James Pikeway. We're talking tech. It's that simple. Uh, great social media today. One of my favorite posts. Great website. Comes yep. in. I get the uh, daily updates. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fills my inbox. But and then I every time I think, man, maybe I should reduce so it. Through. Yeah. And yep. then every time I open it and I think, ah, I'm just going to delete these. And, yeah. And I go, oh man, it takes up 20 minutes of my life. Fair enough. Here's a great one. When and how often you should post on each social network. They put together an infographic yeah. looking at Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Google Plus, and Instagram. Yeah. And I, I okay, at first I thought, oh yeah, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they've done a nice little job. Again, I, I, I figure this is American centric. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean the, the the same kind of things work across yeah across the board. So yeah, and I was I was interested. It's a nice little graphic. I've po- we'll post the link up into the notes yeah. so that you can go get a look at it. But you know, Facebook they're saying once a day is recommended. Mm. Two would be high if you post twice on yep. Facebook, and they're saying between one and four p.m. is when you should post. That's a sweet spot. Yeah, I mean I think the only thing that kind of throws these numbers off a bit, or or is that organic now is, yeah. is is it's tough so to yeah. to put something out and expect somebody to see it it's tough yeah. so well that, and that's where yeah. twitter comes in and yeah. they're saying you need to put out 15 posts a day yeah twitter's a different beast and i'm going yeah. and, you know and i at first i thought you have got to be out of your mind that's yeah. incredibly mm-hmm. a huge amount of content and then i realized oh yeah you really have to do that because you've got to hit all the key hours yeah and also just think about how noisy that twitter feed is yeah you know as much as um I mean, I, I don't think, uh, you know, Facebook is, is as noisy and perhaps yeah. Instagram isn't, but uh, Twitter is very noisy. And they're saying retweet or curate about seven tweets a day. Yeah. I'm yeah. Thinking, yeah, it's a lot of hard work. That, that is. And that's, and that's, that's the other side. I, you need a social, dedicated social yeah, media person. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why a lot of the times I think Twitter in, in this part of the world is kind of almost like an afterthought. Because it just does need so much uh, so much love, as it were. You, um, you, you use Pinterest? Just, um, yes, I do. But, uh, yeah, Pinterest is quite interesting at the moment because it's, um, it's always been involved in that e-commerce scene. Yeah. Uh, more but, than ever but now. now it's more than ever. Yeah. Getting, uh, most, uh, most kind of, um, best, best bang for buck at the moment. The problem we have with Pinterest here in this part of the world is you can't do ads through Pinterest for business. Really? So that's a headache. Yeah. Whereas everything else is available. Snap, Twitter, Instagram, yeah. LinkedIn, okay. Facebook. Um, but Pinterest isn't available yet. 11 pins a day, they're suggesting. Yeah. 30. Do you pin still or not? Uh, Seems the kind I, of thing that you do. I used to. I haven't recently. <laughs> Sorry, I maybe share one or two a week. That sounded a bit rough then. That, that did sound like, rough. Yeah. yeah, that sounded really rough. Thank you. <laughs> you got all your purses lined up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not actually, as much. Actually, uh, uh, there's, uh, there's, there's actually some really practical uses for, for Pinterest, which is quite... Uh, quite fun um so but uh yeah it, it, it's it's i think um i think everyone i know is on pinterest yeah. it's uh quite inspirational kind of mood boards yeah. there's some cool yeah. things for holiday inspiration yep. these kinds of things wedding uh wedding I, lists wedding gifts i like the shared. abandoned abandoned cities and abandoned buildings oh, okay cool. they're kind of cool i like the abandoned water parks That's <laughs> no, those cool. are kind of yeah, cool yeah, yeah. the other thing I, i'm really looking at is mm. super small homes and so you'll oh, okay. often yeah, see yeah. lots of those yeah. pins and ah. then what they tend to direct you to is where you can buy plans for them or where you can buy them. Right, yeah. And I find those really interesting. Yeah, there's a, I think there's a discovery show all about those. Yeah. Yeah. So I think Very that's, cool. that's kind of cool. LinkedIn, they're saying one post a day is recommended. Yeah, you'll be I don't LinkedIn. know anyone that's doing this, honestly. I like one I post a day and yeah, stuff. It's, um, yeah. yeah. But I, I do like LinkedIn, so. Yeah, yeah. Great. Great platform. Uh, Google Plus. 
Does anyone? I mean, no, here's I mean, the thing. It's non-existent. So right? here's it's, the thing. Yeah. I do post on Google Plus. Okay. Yeah. You'll get a bit of a lift from an SEO perspective. But well, and that and yeah, that's but the, from a social perspective, so I that's don't the think anyone's only on reason socially. I. So the blog yeah. for Nightline mm. is in Google. Yeah. And then yeah. it goes on to Dubai103.com yeah, yeah. forward slash mm. Nightline, and because it's in Google, it's a it's a blogger blog. Yeah, you're getting a lift. It when I when you publish it, it sends it to Google Plus. So yeah. I do post in Google Plus because exactly because of the lift it's automatically uh, linked. Yeah. yeah. And so no, but like you said at the beginning, this article is very much US centric. Yeah. So I think um th- that's I mean we're we're pulling back the number of postings now just because if you don't have money to associate to it, it's um, right. You know, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's similar kind of things that I'm hearing from the states as well at the moment. But I mean, this is great as a as a kind of guide for somebody who wants to fire up their social yeah. and, and kind of get some ideas on. on it's a good starting point, and that's what social media today is great at—just kind of giving you know good solid information out there. I'm not sure about this Instagram one. They're saying one to two posts a day is ideal. Three is high. So the people I'm following on Instagram are posting yeah, but way the, more but, than but that. But the Instagram strategy for Middle East is very different to Instagram in the States. Uh, okay. I think the thing is that here there's there's a, almost you know a, a content overload. I mean a lot of people are posting 10, 15, 20 stories a day and all these kinds of things. Especially when we look at some of the influencers. So mm. yeah. Oh, so go and take a look at that. I think understanding what's going on and and where things are going with your socials is pretty important. Andrew Thomas, by the way, is joining us from digitalnexa.com he's here on the tech talk program on dubai high we're talking tech Mm. um each year marketers tech writers and overall online enthusiasts await the release of the 2018 trends report an annual presentation by kleiner uh, perkins cofield and buyers and partner mary meeker does uh the the job here covering the year's most pivotal statistics and trends in the online realm yeah and that report is back out. In fact, you can we'll post up the link to how you can go and take a look at that. It's uh, and I, I what made me think of you guys was HubSpot is yeah. where I found this. That's right, yeah. And what what they came four questions in this HubSpot article, four questions we have about Mary Meeker's 2018 Internet Trends report. And it's what's interesting is it, they really called things together and pulled through an enormous amount of information. Yeah. And the first thing, the time internet users spend online has increased, but when it comes to the number of new internet users, growth has significantly slowed. Yeah. Does the future of growth reside in ways for people to connect rather than getting more people online? I think that's exactly where it's going. Yeah, I think this is, again, US-centric. So, yeah. you know, the, the the fact is that in this part of the world, in Africa and India, there's still a lot more people connecting. But but what is interesting, obviously, of those people that are connecting, they're spending way more time online, yeah. um, which kind of makes sense, right? We've all got these little devices in our hand. That means yeah. that even, I mean, if you get in a lift today, Everyone's on their phone. Everyone's on their phone, right? <laughs> so, I mean, you know, in a set of traffic lights, you shouldn't, but people pull out Everyone's their phone. Everyone's on their phone. Yeah. So, I think the thing is that, um, yeah, more people are spending definitely more time online of an evening, uh, perhaps at a weekend, they're looking, yeah. you know, there might be, I mean, running through an audio book or something like that instead of reading a magazine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah so, the, the, second, the second part of that question yep. is, if yes, it's a how to engage people more, is this going to be the golden ticket for emerging technologies like VR, hmm. uh, which has struggled to get a strong foothold? And I, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe. I think, yeah, I mean, I think as soon as, as soon as, I mean, it sounds, you know, but as soon as VR kind of really hits Apple, I think that's when you'll kind of see that lift. Because yeah. for a lot of the time, Apple will come late to the game for certain things, but as soon as they do it, 
you know, people just love it and fall in love with it. You know, let's not forget that Microsoft had a tablet way before the iPad was out um, and didn't go anywhere. Then obviously, you know, that lifestyle choice with Apple, people bought the iPad and then we've just seen tremendous growth on the back of that. So I think that when they start to bring things to the market and probably now more so Android devices as well, because obviously the impact of uh, growth of Samsung and Huawei and the other guys out there, um, that's when you kind of start to see those things pull through, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think that one one of the big things uh, is is just, and we haven't quite experienced it here, I don't think yet, but just the mobile commerce side of things. Yeah. I think that will start to Come really on. kind of pull through, especially, you know, you look at this market and there's a lot of people that the only way they access the internet device is through a mobile or an iPad. You know, especially in Saudi and places like that, you know, they're, they're, there's no desktop device, there's no kind of legacy associated mm-hmm. to it. Their first point of internet connectivity is through their hand device. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, it's a great report. There's a whole bunch more in it. Yeah. It's, it's worth taking a read, especially if you want to get your, your head around yeah. what, what's going on in and, and what the folks who are essentially starting to think about where things are going. Yeah. This is the kind of reports they're reading as well. So why not be in on the ground floor with the exactly. decision makers? Last but not least, the announcement that we will start to see some parts of aircraft and, and Emirates is right here in the forefront, windowless planes. Yeah. I thought cool and not cool. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I just, I like the idea that you could, you're able to sort of look out and see the ground. Yeah. Not that it matters. It's, I mean, it's purely yeah. an aesthetic thing, mm-hmm. but technology has gotten to such a point that they that that we could actually have planes with no windows yet you've got the the view of looking outside with fiber optics with cameras yeah it's interesting isn't it they they i mean they definitely pioneered that whole kind of video footage of of top down and and bottom and that kind of stuff which i think gives you a better view i'm wondering I'm wondering how many people, if they've done any kind of studies on how many people actually still look out the window. Yeah. I think you well, you, you kind of get first-time flyers or yeah. perhaps you're flying over a place you're unfamiliar with. I mean, I have to say I very rarely look out now unless I'm going to a new country. Yeah. Um, but I didn't, I, coming into Dubai, I wouldn't bother. I mean, I'm, I'm either asleep or I'm just reading yeah. a magazine or well, watching the ice half, system. Half the time you've got the shades yeah. down anyway because it's too sunny. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you're not yeah, looking Yeah, I mean, out. I wonder how much it saves... Uh, Price-wise well, and, and aerodynamics, 50%, 50%. Really? Yeah. They, there's a. Wow. He's got okay. a number in here. So first of all, you've got. I'm thinking technology has gotten to the point where we can have fiber optics and make it work. Uh, I'm just. I'm just going through the article here. So Clark and so the, we're we're talking about Emirates because Emirates is is saying that the they unveiled a first-class cabin aboard a triple seven three hundred ER. Cabin didn't have any windows. Has on only it. virtual yeah. windows made up of digital screens that display landscapes on fiber optic cameras outside. Yeah, uh, and I think what would be nice is if it's real footage. Yeah. As associated, you know, and, and as you say, if they're capturing real footage from around the plane, and you and then you have the ability to switch it on or off. That yeah. might be pretty cool. So Tim Clark, talking to BBC, yeah. said that by removing windows, you could make airplanes about fifty percent lighter. Because the, com- the complexity of windows add to the structure of a plane, and the lighter planes means less fuel, lower cost. So if you got to a composite fuselage, which is produced in one drum with no windows, the aircraft is automatically much lighter, and, and wings are already lighter because they're composite. 
So you're you're looking at significant savings. Right. So yeah. this could only be good for everyone. Yeah, I, I, I quite like the idea of this. I think, um, you know, the ability to switch on and switch off, yeah. you know, a device and get the outside, uh, you know, looking in and that kind of thing. I yeah. think it's, it's pretty fun. I'm or just, if you wanted to do a nighttime, have the stars like they do in the roof. So and I'm just thinking, I got my kids and yeah. they're, they're having some issues and I put on the Frige option on my Emirates flight and I got the Frige guys yeah. out there flying on the wings with the kids, <laughs> keep the kids entertained. Oh, some, some fun interactive stuff. I'm thinking yeah, yeah. suddenly you've got another yeah. screen to play with. What might be nice is if they pull it in a bit so you can actually, you know, when you're in the back of the plane, rest your head against there. Yeah. As opposed to, you, you know, Put pillows there. Suddenly you've got a whole, yeah, somebody, oh, you've got a whole wall of pillows. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Hey, Andrew, we've run out the, the, the clock wow. once on the oh, once again on the show. We'll do it all Zoom again. Zoom pass. Yeah, we'll do it again next week. Next Perfect. week will be our last official broadcast. Look at that. Next week? Next week. Uh, it's going to yeah. be a party, right? Yeah. We've got one yeah. more to go. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much for coming out. We'll do it all again next week. Same place, same time. If you're wondering what you've been listening to, it is Tech Talk. My name is James Pikeway. Andrew Thomas has been joining us from Nexa, digitalnexa.com. So long for now.